it all comes back to you. You are choosing every single day how you show up in the life you have. No one else has that control. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Karine Walsh, serial entrepreneur, growth strategist, executive leadership coach, and best-selling author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you align what you love with what you do in order to build that badass life and business you dream of. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of your Badass Journey podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I have been sitting in a lot of reflection on the year being that it is now really coming to an end. 2020 is coming to an end and a lot of us are feeling a bit more strained in certain areas because we were hoping that there would be some normalization by now. But if you're in listening and you're in the US, because I can only really speak to the impact here where I live... There's still a lot of COVID-19 outbreaks happening. The pandemic is still in full effect. Um, Things started to open up and then started to go back into lockdown because everyone is back together in large groups and we don't have a method yet to solve this health crisis that we're in. So it's very draining, right? Like if you're listening to this and as you know, I'm always walking alongside you, but I realized that I probably don't share much about what this year has been for me in my world and how I chose to respond to it. And as every year ends around this time, I'm very reflective in having retrospectives on how did it go? There were a lot of things that were out of our control. And there were a lot of things that were in our control. And did we lean into it enough to really realize um, what we were capable of? What areas in our life and business did we have in check (laughs) that we're able to continue with? And what were the things that we had to let go of or postpone till later in order to sustain this year? So some of you have been with me for a long time and have been listening since I launched Your Badass Journey um, in 2018. And I want to thank you for that. As you know, um, and if you're a new listener, maybe you don't know, I wrote a book called Be a Badass, Six Tools to Uplevel Your Life that I launched, I believe it was January of 2018, if I remember correctly. And then this podcast came shortly after because I wanted to have more conversations and kind of share the tools and tips with all of you to leverage. One of the concepts I share in that book is about this theory I have of like, really, we are in three different modes at a different time. We are in survival mode. We can move into from survival to maintaining. So you've kind of learned the lessons. You've created a new armor. You've created a new flexibility or toolkit that now puts you into maintenance mode. And then the ultimate would be in thriving mode. And I find that this year for me was teetering between survival and maintenance in certain areas of life and business that I thought I would dialogue on with you today. Because as you are closing out the year, you also might 
want to, and I encourage you to take some time and assess how the year went and start to plan how you want 2021 to be with all the new learning and access to new things that you have discovered about yourself this past year, but also to start dreaming again and step into who you want to be under the circumstances we are in. Because that's what I learned the most. When I look at this past year and how fortunate I have been to have built a virtual business, and it's been in play for eight years, that I have different revenue streams that I was able to at least make sure income and revenue-wise that me and my family were taken care of, that we had enough coming in. So not only could we make sure we were okay, but that I could provide services to others to help them do the same. And also, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I am goal-oriented. I found that when I had a target to achieve, and this really feeds into my overachiever self, is that I will, I will go do everything possible to inch towards that goal until I achieve it. And those are the skills and tools that I teach in, in that book. And I do share a little bit about that in the second book. But it really puts things in perspective when you have a vision and you break it down into those goals and you go after those goals. Well, seriously, goals went out the window <laughs> come March 13th in a certain way. Or I should say they had to be redefined with the circumstance we were all in. And um, even though I have a virtual business, I, have, I had no idea at that time what my clients would be able to do. So I had to strategically think about what could I offer in order to continue to serve, make sure we were bringing in enough to survive this time. That was my energy at the time. It was kind of going back into survival mode. And then push it quickly into maintenance and try to hit thriving in certain areas if I could. But truly my goal for this year was to maintain. I I would say that if I go back to the energy of March that I was sitting in when the last day I went into the city and had a client meeting and we were about to launch a whole new e-commerce platform program as for one of my clients and I was feeling really energetic about the year. We had all this different travel plans for um, Jeff and I. And then we were told we had to go into lockdown. And I drove back home that day and I was like, all right, we got to set up shop and strategize everything different. That client that we were going to launch a new platform for put everything on hold because they had no idea what was going to happen with their business. And luckily, I had sustained revenue streams from other clients that I had been servicing through my consulting and staffing side of my business that I knew we were all right. I just didn't know how long it would last. And at any time, those contracts also could end. So I had to sit in mode of faith in myself and my capabilities and then ask, what could I offer? What could I put out there that I know would be returned to me? The reciprocity energy would come and that faith that it would all be taken care of. I have a very abundant mindset if you've been listening to me for a while. And I also am very resourceful. So I think that when I look back on this year, and it actually has been an amazing one considering the circumstance we've been under. 
that I was able to flex certain parts of me, but I'll tell you that other parts of me that had a desire to grow and thrive were kind of shelved. And that's okay. I'm okay with it. I just need to make sure that when I'm planning for 2021, that I don't allow that side of me to go dormant due to circumstance. So I want to ask you, and I, so that you can, you can ask yourself this and do a little bit of an assessment on the year for yourself, pat yourself on the back and celebrate all that you've accomplished, but really look at what do you want it to be now that you've learned new methods of how you show up in a circumstance like this, how can you still continue to thrive in that mode? And what does that look like? So if I look at this year, and I'll give you some numbers because you guys know I'm, I'm highly transparent on things. I believe that when you see the truth of someone else's experience, you then can be more truthful with yourself and not have to mask when it's hard, when it feels less than, when it feels like um, you're comparing yourself thinking you're not capable because someone else is. Just know it is truly a journey. And most of all, this is your journey. You get to decide where you take your journey next. No one else does. And if you're listening and you're someone who was either laid off this year or your business had to shut down or you really are sitting in a survival mode that is clouded by other people's limitations or stories that you are embodying upon yourself, some of the work you need to do is letting go of what didn't serve you or the stories that didn't serve you. You know that little belief in yourself that's like, festering that fights that fight against the naysayers or the people who have maybe knocked you down because they didn't understand your vision, your goals, your desires. And they came to you with fear and doubt and limitations. You need to shift your mindset and get back into faith in yourself that whatever you want is possible. Whatever you desire is possible. You just might need to get resourceful on how you make it happen. But definitely stand back into your vision of what it is that you want and stay consistent in your action for what you want next. And why? Why this matters is this is how I have the business results I have this year is because I follow what I just told you. When I am feeling in doubt or when I'm feeling like I'm telling myself a story where I am not capable or this is a circumstance that I cannot control, I always look at what can I control? How can I show up in it? What matters to me most? How can I be of service? How can I make sure that my energy is exuding service so that I get service back? Exuding love, like I lean into my core values, as you know, exudes love, exudes creativity, exudes integrity so that I can receive the energy back. When you sit in the doubt and the fear and the limitation, that is what you will receive in return. So if you're struggling with this because it has been a hard year and I'm sitting with you in that hard, trust that you are 100% capable in flipping it on its head and step back into the faith in your core values and lean into those. And do actions from that place. Because the actions that show up from doubt, 
fear, and limitation show up dark. Show up in the looks like you're walking around with your hands dragging on the floor, head down, low energy. And you will not receive the energy you truly desire that fuels your vision for excitement in the life you are meant to have. We are still sitting in a temporary time period, which is why it feels like, what's the point? What's the point of stepping forward? The point is, if you step forward right now and get super clear on what you want and lean into the energy that fuels you, that when this temporary cloud that we have been having to work under lifts, you are 10 times stronger than anyone else who sat in that darkness, in that limited mindset, in the lack of faith that there will be something positive on the other side. And I'll tell you that the other side starts right now. The other side starts with your spirit, your energy towards what it is that you truly want. It matters. And even if it's in a whisper in your journaling exercises every day, let it out. And then take some courage and go share it with others in your circle, in your network, in your desired community that you want to be a part of. Start sharing it. People need to hear your vision, your light, your desire, what you want. Because that is then you're going to waken them up to also share with you and have an amazing exchange. My whole business life has been built on relationships. And I choose to enter every room with the energy that I want to receive in return. Because every time I entered a room in the past when I was in true survival mode, where I entered a room in desperation, I ended up making horrible choices that I paid for later. But when I enter a room with the energy that is true to me, that is what I want, that is what I want to represent my life to be, I have to represent it. I do have control of that and I get to step into that. So I really want you all to check in with your energy and ask yourself, how are you showing up? Now, for full transparency, I do not feel that way every single day. I do not want to paint a picture for you guys where you think I'm this like power source that's positive all the time. But what I can tell you is that when I do have my dark days, my why the hell am I waking up to do this today? What's the point? Is anyone listening? Do I have to record another podcast? Do I need to really go reach out to that client? Is that like when I'm feeling heavy because I've depleted myself and I start believing those doubts that conjure up in my head when I'm sitting in that darkness, the power I have now and the tool that I have learned for myself is that I get to pivot it as fast as possible. I'll sit in it. I'll allow myself to feel it. I will journal on it. I will get it out of my system. And then I'll ask myself, who do I need to be in order to make it what I want it to be? Who do I need to be in order to make it what I want to be? Repeat after me. Who do I need to be in order to make it what I want it to be? It all comes back to you. You are choosing every single day how you show up in the life you have. No one else has that control. And if you are under the false guide of control from someone else, start questioning it for yourself and ask yourself, who do I need to be? Who do I need to be? It matters. You matter. 
So, but you are in control of how you show up in it. So for me, I mean, I had bouts with crazy depression for long periods of time that no one would know that I was in that mode because when I wanted to come out of it and knew in my heart that I deserve to be on the other side of that, that I had to show up in the energy that I wanted to receive. That has always been my mantra. And when I am down and I need assistance, I go get the help. I've had many years of therapy. I've also had coaches in my life that help me out of certain times. And until I learned how to flex the muscles for myself to pivot my energy as needed, I'm not saying ignore it. I'm saying pivot, meaning I shorten the cycle of how long I let those false energies that do not serve me last. I face them. I talk to them, I thank them, I forgive them, but I have my practices in place so that I can ask myself, what action do I need to take in the energy I want to be in order to shift it? So now that you're standing in that productive energy with me, I want to share with you the results of my year and also how I feel about them. Because as a, as a recovering overachiever, which, you know, that will never go away. But what I mean by a recovering overachiever is the pressure I had to put on myself to get to a uh, accomplished moment came from a source of limitation, doubt, and fear in the past. So I overachieved to overcome the doubt in myself. Now... You can call me an overachiever for sure because I know I'm constantly achieving, but I do it from a base of of fulfillment. However, this year challenged me because I had to go back into, like I said, that survival maintenance mode to make sure that my foundation is truly strong enough to withstand any kind of year. And luckily, this year, I put all of that to the test. I made sure that The methods that I serve my clients are in place to consistently drive income for me and my family and consistent revenue planning for the year to follow. So as you stand centered in who you are and what you want to be and what you need to do in order to be that, think about what it is that you truly want to accomplish and go super big and then go after it. Because why not? And you might have discovered, again, it's about resourcefulness. You might discover that there are different means to achieve it. But unless you're exploratory about that, you will never know. So when I look at my business for this year, initially when we started out in 2020, I had a huge stretch goal, because I'd never accomplished it before, of trying to earn $3 million in revenue into my business. Now, the structure of my business, I have different revenue streams. So if you're new to listening to me or connecting with me, you know that I am a strategic business advisor, coach. And then I also have a consulting company where majority of my revenue during times like this comes out of my consulting side. And the consulting structure I have is based on relationships I've built over time where leaders of large billion, trillion dollar companies lean on me to help source them the experts they need in order to accomplish their goals for the year. Now, I had no idea if that business would still be in play because I had no idea how corporations were 
going to decide things. But what I do know about trends when we're hit with economic um, strain, like we've had this year, is that when companies have to go through furloughs, layoffs, etc., they budget for contracted assistance in order to keep the lights on of their business and or achieve and thrive in new areas that maybe they don't have expertise, but the business demand, the client demand requires them to shift. So the consulting side of my company generally starts to thrive. And that's what happened this year. Now, I did not hit my 3 million revenue goal. I actually like, you know, tossed that out the window in March and I just went into maintenance mode where my year over year goal the last 3 years has been at least, you know, hitting the 1 to 1.5 million. That is like the standard foundation of revenue that I try to achieve year over year to sustain where I am in business today. So results of this year, because like I said, I've been doing my assessment so that I can figure out how to plan for 2021, is that this year, I'm happy to say that I closed um, for revenue in business. It'll close at the end of December around 1.3 million. And then what also happened was I had sales that will carry into next year. So I've already made sales for next year's uh, work that will probably close around 1.8 million. So I'm not that far from my original stretch goal in a pandemic year. Like I always think about, well, what if it wasn't a pandemic year? I probably would have hit that because I would have been on the road more. I would have been relational more, showing up at people's office. Most of my business and consistency in my relationships takes me showing up in person. And yes, I can show up via Zoom, but it's not as impactful as showing up in the room. That's just part of how I know my business builds uh, growth is from being in the room. So I'm learning. That's the piece that I have to learn for next year if I want to target again a 3 million in business that... How can I get in the virtual room with the right people if I can't be there in person? And that's legit, legit way of thinking. What's interesting about when I look at these numbers is my level of effort. So I always do this and it's a good exercise for you guys to think about as well. Was What was your level of effort in order to achieve what you achieved? So what does that look like? Like, Did it take me... 80 hours a week and I was hustling like crazy to just even hit that number. For you guys who are solopreneurs listening, this is really critical for you to assess and understand as you're trying to build your stretch goals or even hit your revenue goals for the year is how much time it actually took you in certain tasks that are lower than your current pay grade. <laughs> so for me, the level of effort requiring my time to achieve the 1.8 million in sales um, that will carry over into 2021 is that um, I'd say I assessed it about 640 hours this year to achieve that. And that is 640 hours working for other people's demands of my time. Now, to me, that's a little bit high in that I really should be building and running the structure of my company more. And that part of it is what I need to work on for next year. 
here's the cool thing though about these numbers. It's like I had to stretch past myself the first time I hit seven figures in my business. I realized that I had to go past me selling myself into business, and that's how I expanded myself. It's what people call like the agency model or service-based business model. Like, how do I step into a leadership role of my business yet allow others to serve in the work? Because then I can earn a margin off their time while I am building the business and bringing in the sales and finding them the work. And when I assess the impact of what I was able to create this year in client work, how many other people I was able to get paid this year. And that feels really good because I know how many people are struggling right now to earn anything. It's that I was able to um, assist 17 people in their full-time earnings this year, which is amazing. And then also with any of my coaching clients, I was able to show them how they can um, either double down on revenue that they already knew how to build. So whether it was like marketing and strategic growth strategies for them, or uh, figure out new revenue streams that they can leverage in this market for their ideal clients. So helping people get paid what they are worth is like one of my driving forces. (laughs) But actually doing it through my business really brings that energy of reciprocity for the earnings that I know I'm capable of making. I could easily go join someone else's company and ride their strategic you know, methods and earn off their time. But what I love about running my own business is that I am truly helping others earn and in a way that is aligned with who they are. And so when I looked at who I impacted and how I was able to generate this revenue, and just just to be clear on words, it's revenue. That is not my personal income because I'm helping other people get paid. But I was definitely able to hit my income goals this year so that my family was taken care of and we didn't have to stress about the finances. I also created the net of... Um, different offerings that were given at the beginning of the pandemic just in case so that I could lean into my business without worry about how the bills would get paid. And I'm not sharing this to make any of you feel bad about your situation. If you're sitting in struggle around where is your income going to come from next, that is when you lean into your values, get clear on your vision, and really start to charter how do you need to re- be resourceful on earning that. If you sit in desperation and think, how am I going to earn it? How am I going to earn it? How am I going to earn it? The same way that you've done in the past. If you're stuck in a past model that doesn't fit in today's world, this is the time to revamp it to figure out what does fit based on your skill set and expertise. So for example, if you were working full-time, you lost your, your job due to the pandemic this year, have you considered freelancing? Have you considered doing contract work? Can you sell your expertise in a different way? You are the product. How do you sell that product? And Maybe I'll do another episode on that. If you guys message me and tell me you want an episode about that topic, let me know because I'm happy to share the tips and tricks of how you transition 
from full-time work to freelance work, what that looks like. If you need that, let me know. I'll message and, and just message me um, on any of the social platforms or shoot me an email and I will put together an episode or maybe even a training course on that if you need that. Point is, you need to be resourceful once you understand your vision. And again, who do you need to be in order to stand in that vision and start showing up in that version of you to start attracting it? So with the goals in my business and the clients I was able to impact and the coaching clients and that, that total revenue model is everything. It's not just the consulting side. It's also the group coaching I offered and I created new program offerings to test it out to see if that would be helpful for my community during this time. And in a lot of ways, it was. I'm revamping how it's going to look for 2021. So it's crystal clear how you can work with me and have access to these tips and methods, etc. But what I really encourage you to do is just assess. Assess how it's going. And not just look at your business. So the other piece of it, as, as much as I had success on that side, I also assess my health. I assessed my relationships. I look at you know, spiritual, my spiritual connection. Like, Has it shifted during this time? The holistic view of your life matters so that you're not in a tunnel vision just in one area, but you're in an integrated vision for all areas of your life. So part of this time frame allowed me to check in with some other areas and see, could I go deeper in these other areas where maybe one that felt like it was externally required for me to have access out of my home that had to be put on pause, could I then lean into the other things I want to work on? So a holistic approach matters as well. And I encourage you to assess all of it. And if you need access to my retrospective exercise, that's really helpful. I've done it a few times. Um, I think we're going to do it again in our Clever Network talk on the 15th of December. If you want to join us live, uh, I'll put the link in the notes. It's just you could go to Clever Services. That's C-L-E-V-R. S-E-R-V-I-C-E-S dot com slash network. Join our network and then you'll get access to all our live talks where December's talk is going to be me facilitating the retrospective so everyone in our network can actually do this assessment and figure out what actions do they want to take for 2021 regarding the circumstance where you're in right now. I think if you can leverage and create amazing results in a time like this, an unprecedented time like this, you have flexed muscles and become so resourceful that it is going to be so much easier when the veil is lifted and we have everything at our fingertips again. And that will happen. It's just going to take some time. Practicing patience. I am not a patient person. So let me tell you (laughs) that I definitely have been you know, I'd say my down days is when my patience has fallen out and I'm working on it. As again, another muscle I'm trying to flex. But it doesn't mean that I become stagnant or stale. It means I need to step into resourcefulness to figure out how else can I get this done? How else can I show up in the life that I truly envision for myself? How else can I be the best version of myself? in this moment. 
I hope this episode resonates with you and was helpful as you close out the year. As, as many questions as you have, please post the picture, share this episode if you know others can benefit from it. I want to thank you for allowing me to share my reality with you today and on, on my journey. As you know, I love being part of your badass journey and I will see you in the next episode. Wasn't that such a great episode? I know you got amazing takeaways from that. What I would love for you to do for me, if you can help me extend my reach, is go ahead and subscribe to the show so you get the latest notification and listen before anyone else. Also, if you could go ahead and post your review, your five-star review will help me get other people interested in this conversation and extend my reach of impact. Most of all, I would love for you to share this with your community. It means so much to me to have you as a listener and I would love to connect with you. So if you have any questions you would like me to answer on this show, go ahead and email hello at kareenwalsh.com and my team will make sure that I get your questions so we can get them answered on the show for you. Thank you so much for listening today and I'll see you on the next episode. 